So with the premiere of Jurassic World Dominion, we have now gotten a full look at the entire Jurassic World sequel trilogy. And with that, it's natural for movie fans just like you and me to want to go ahead and rank each of the movies in the trilogy because that's just what we do. We rank things. And so I'm going to talk about each of the three movies as well as do a deep dive into each of the films and why I put them in their particular order. And of course, I invite you to join in on the conversation down in the comments below for a little bit of fun. And before we get started, friends, if you find this video valuable, I'd be honored if you consider clicking the like button so people just like you are able to find it and join in on the fun. And if you want to hear my full review on any of the movies that we talk about, feel free to click the links down in the description below for your viewing pleasure. So without further ado, let's rank the Jurassic World trilogy. Okay, so starting off with number three in the franchise, I'm going to have to go with Jurassic World from 2015. When trying to reboot a franchise, it's not always a great idea to have a whimpering start like this film did back about five, six, seven years ago, but so be it. Jurassic World was not a bad film by any means. However, it just didn't do anything to elevate itself past being okay. To be candid, the only redeeming quality for the movie for me was Chris Pratt's performance and the fact that it was electric and you got to latch on to his character Owen. Aside from that, there was so little to love in this movie that it just kind of has this intense feeling of mediocrity. For me, the pros of the film were outweighed by the cons, which included quite a few different things. When I thought the script was pretty weak overall, the character behind Bryce Dallas Howard's performance, which was Claire, was supposed to be this really big park executive that was supposed to be all-knowing, all-powerful, very able to handle situations. But then in events throughout the film, she only proved that she wasn't capable of handling really intense situations and not even doing something as small as bonding with her nephews, and I just had so many doubts. It was such a contradiction, I couldn't even latch onto her character throughout that first movie at all. And speaking of characters, almost none of them were very likable at all, and I, in fact, I thought most of them were pretty annoying. The overall arc with the two kids in the movie I thought was just pretty useless and I even got really annoyed with their characters as well. They were really naggy. They didn't really show a lot of emotion. I just felt that from the energy from both of them, it was just a lot of apathy. It's as if this movie didn't quite know what to do with those characters. It was trying to create this additional plot line where it was trying to bond between Claire and these kids, but it just didn't know what to do with it, and it was pretty obvious by the time the film ended. And it was made even more obvious in the follow-up to this movie, which was Fallen Kingdom, when the kids weren't even in it at all. And in fact, to kind of sum this whole movie up in its entirety, it felt like it was trying to pull itself in multiple different directions and try to create multiple plot lines, and none of them worked. You got this minor conspiracy theory rolling around with the organization that's trying to release the dinosaurs. You got this another arc over here between the family. Then you've got this another central arc between Owen and Claire. You can tell there's a bit of history, but none of those areas really get interesting. And I will give credit to Jurassic World for this. At least it had one big main focus and it made it obvious, which was, of course, trying to contain the new dinosaur that ended up escaping and tried to wreak havoc all over the island. The movie does have a good focus on that and it kept itself from getting too scatterbrained, which made it easy to follow and I appreciate it for that, but there's not really a whole lot of meat to chew off of in that particular vein, and it made really the whole experience feel one note. As I said in my full review, the synopsis of this movie can be described as dinosaur escapes from cage, people try to contain it, and that's really it. It just doesn't make for a very exciting film. But having said all that, this movie made over a billion dollars at the worldwide box office, so clearly people must have liked it to some extent, and I don't blame it for it, because there are some redeeming qualities in this movie. It's just, for me, it's probably my least favorite of the Jurassic World franchise. 
franchise. Now coming in at second in my ranking for the Jurassic World franchise is going to be Jurassic World Dominion. Now I'm not going to lie to you guys, I was pretty disappointed by seeing this film. I just watched it about three days before filming this and I walked away feeling pretty exasperated, pretty tired and just a little bit irritated. It's as if this movie didn't learn any of its lessons from the previous two installments and I just found that to be really underwhelming in a lot of different areas. I think this movie really fell victim to itself by trying to include all the old age Jurassic Park characters with the new age Jurassic World franchise and it just really made for a mess of a movie. Because by the time you get to the end of the film you're having about 10 different protagonists all with their each different plot lines. I mean this movie is trying to tell three or four different stories at one point before finally by the very end consolidating it down into one and then getting you totally lost in the process and to me that was just all it was borderline unforgivable. Does it make the film bad? No it does not. Does it make it get mediocre and a lot like the 2015 version? Absolutely. It's as if this movie looked at Spider-Man No Way Home and it looked at Ghostbusters Afterlife and thought to itself, ah, nostalgia bait, nostalgia bait, let's put that in our movie and give it a shot. And although that does work to get some butts in seats, it doesn't make for a great film and I think that that was the case with Jurassic World Dominion. It was too bloated, it was too oversaturated, it had way too much going on within it, and it just made the movie really long. I mean, two hours, 28 minutes for a lot of films is a bit of a stretch and it's a really big stretch for this one because I just, I just wasn't entertained nearly as much as I wanted to be. By trying to be five different movies at once, trying to tell five different stories at once, you become none of those things, and that's exactly how I felt about Jurassic World Dominion. But having said that, this movie isn't a dumpster fire by any means. It's still absolutely worth seeing. This is the only installment in the Jurassic World, I guess, sequel series where you really find these moments between characters where they find meaning in the mundane, and they start to give a little bit of character exposition that allows you to latch onto some of the new characters that they're introducing to you. These moments of transition where we're seeing our protagonists travel from place to place could easily just be wasted and have nothing doing for them, but the film takes the time in order to make them meaningful. The best example I can think of is DeWanda Weiss's character, who I can't remember her name right now, but her character and Owen have this conversation when they're traveling from place to place, and it, you really get to know her a little bit better, understand her morality, and you really get to appreciate her that much more. I like it when movies like this give you something to chew on for these characters, and I think Jurassic World Dominion actually did a good job of that. Additionally, there were some really surprise performances that I wasn't expecting to really carry the movie, one of which was from Jeff Goldblum, who was charismatic and really brought some intensity and some very awesome moments. And the other was the one from Mamadou Athi, who I did not even know was in the film. He just shot out of a cannon as Ramsey Cole, and I really thought elevated the film and made it a pleasant experience. I'm curious to see where his career goes after this movie, considering it was a bit of a more minor role, but a role that I noticed nonetheless. My one nitpick with Jurassic World Dominion was all the screams, the terrible abundance of screams. I couldn't help but feel like every 90 seconds I was listening to a character scream after being chased by a dinosaur, and I get it. Being chased by a dinosaur is probably going to be a very scary experience, but every single reaction I felt was via a scream, and I just got really annoyed. I mean, these actors are very talented people. They don't have to react to everything with a scream. They can show terror and peril through their performances without being loud and obnoxious about it. I don't know if that was a direction situation. I don't know if the director wanted that to go down in that way. I found it really exhausting. One redeeming quality I forgot to touch upon is the fact that the action set pieces in Jurassic World Dominion I thought were pretty sweet. Whether or not you got dinosaurs interacting with the people or chasing them, you got the dinosaurs fighting each other, you got the people fighting each other, all of them made for really intense moments and actually the most entertaining parts of the film. And I think that's one area where the Jurassic World sequel series never disappoints is in its action sequences and that stayed consistent in Jurassic World Dominion and I ate it up. Especially when you see Chris Pratt running 
on the motorcycle. That part pretty sweet. And of course, coming in at number one in the Jurassic World franchise for me is Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Now, I know what a lot of you are thinking. I am in the very much minority on this considering that it's only got a score of about 48% on Rotten Tomatoes the last I checked. However, out of all three of the movies, I didn't feel very strongly about any of them, but out of all three, I thought Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was the best. And I thought the character exposition between the focused few characters that we got to latch onto was quite nice. And it didn't feel like this movie was trying to tell five different stories at once. It was much more focused. It was much more interesting. And I think it made for a cleaner experience, even if I didn't think it ended up being all that good of a movie. This one at least provided me with some enjoyment to still be had. And it really gave me something to latch onto. Let me start off with the character piece of this. Between Owen, Claire and Macy, I at least felt like the movie was taking these characters to a different place than the other minor ones that we got introduced to. It's like the film finally found the direction for these characters and they wanted to take them next. And as a result, everything didn't feel so scatterbrained and it was able to introduce some minor characters to at least enjoy without going too far off the rails with them as well. I just couldn't help but get the feeling that Jurassic World was like the practice run for this franchise and Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom was a bit more refined and they knew where they wanted to take things. And now from a plot perspective, I actually really enjoyed the whole dynamic of taking these dinosaurs from Jurassic World and selling them to potential buyers and bidders throughout the entire world. The movie created this feeling of a very slippery slope between dinosaurs and humankind that way and I just thought that was really interesting. Just like with advent of any new thing in this world, some people are going to use it for good, some people are going to use it for bad, but what happens when people use it for the bad side of things? And when the movie took that and opened the floodgates with it, I think it made for some really great setup for Jurassic World Dominion and it also posed some really interesting questions about humanity in general. Was it right for people to bring back dinosaurs from extinction? Is it right for them to weaponize them? Is it right to release them out to the wild for the rest of the world? Who knows, but the movie does confidently explore all three of those in a really interesting way. However, I will say in this movie on its own, when they first introduced Macy as a character and the whole dynamic with her, I was a little bit off-put by it. If you're just looking at Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom on its own, Macy's arc makes very little sense and it feels like this franchise was starting to make the same mistake again as it did in Jurassic World, which was it didn't quite know what to do with the character arcs of the kids that were in the movies. What they did with Macy in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom made sense by the time Jurassic World Dominion came around, but on its own, it seemed a little bit weak. And I also couldn't help but get the feeling in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom that you need to watch the previous installments of the franchise to fully understand what's going on in that film. And for me, that's never a pro for a movie to have required reading beforehand. I feel like if you're going into a new experience, you should be able to understand and deduce everything you need from just that singular piece of it. Requiring viewers to go and watch hours of footage beforehand, hours of films, hours of entertainment before that, I think does the movie a disservice and does the audience a disservice and ultimately alienates them. I just couldn't help but feel like I was missing something by not watching all the previous Jurassic Park movies and it just really took me out of the movie in some cases. Did it have me totally lost? No, it didn't. But did it hurt my experience? Absolutely. And just like that, that will do it for this ranking of the Jurassic World sequel series. What did you think of this list? Where would you change things up? What's your ranking? Whatever you think, I would love to hear your thoughts down in the comment section below. And friends, thank you so much for watching this video. If you're still here, I love you for that. If you thought this video was valuable, I'd be honored if you'd consider clicking the like button so people just like you are able to find this. Or if you want to check out any of my reviews for any of the movies we just talked about or other great videos, click these end cards or the links down in the description below for your viewing pleasure. Once again, this has been the Bankrupt Hippo YouTube channel. I've been Bryce, and until next time, have a great day.